everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works Post Game Show. This is I Need No Name, and today I will be reviewing Bayern Munich's 2-0 win over FC Inter Milan in the final game of our Champions League group stage. By winning this game, Bayern Munich have managed yet another perfect group stage campaign, which means that we are the only club in history to have done that three times ever. Real Madrid have only ever managed it twice, and a few other clubs I think have managed it, I think, couple of times i don't know but Bayern munich are truly elite by having achieved this three times and we also extend our record for the number of games won in the group stage and the number of games unbeaten in the group stage at this point i barely even remember Bayern ever losing a game in the group stage but yeah let's talk about this game so julian nagelsmann he promised us rotation and he did give it to us in a sense i said during the preview show that recorded right before this that if Nagelsmann opts to rest Alfonso Davies, he's going to have to compromise in other parts of the lineup because you can't rest Davies without having more senior players in the lineup to compensate for his absence. And that's exactly what happened. By resting Davies for Stanisic today in the left-back position, Nagelsmann removed the option of playing Matty Tell at striker. So you instead had Eric Maxim Chupamoting start up top with Sadio Mane and Kingsley Coman on the wings. Then you had Ryan Gravenberg coming in for Jamal Muziala at the attacking midfield position. A curious choice in some respects, but I should point out that Gravenberg was subbed on for Muziala during the Mainz game and he played at the attacking midfield position there. So this was clearly something that Nagelsmann had planned for him. And we have had reports that one of the problems with Gravenberg is his defensive awareness and therefore playing him in attacking midfield might be a way for Nagelsmann to give him some minutes while also making sure that the team does not become fragile at the back because of Gravenberg's lack of defensive work or whatever. But let's see if that worked out. The rest of the lineup you had Marcel Zabitzer and Joshua Kimmich in midfield and then in the back line Josef Stanisic as mentioned before then Dieter Pumbekano and Benjamin Pavard in centre-back and Nusser Matraoui at right-back. Sven Ulreich came in for the very long-time injured Manuel Neuer at goalkeeper, and honestly, he could have had a nap today because he barely had anything to do. Inter Milan, I will give them credit, okay? They managed to come second in a group with Bayern Munich, Barcelona, and Victoria Pilsen in it. To be fair, Victoria Pilsen barely did anything in this group, but yeah, okay, they managed to come second in the group of death in the Champions League. And they showed in their games against Barcelona that they have great tenacity, great willpower. They can muster up a performance when they need to. But today, I think I understand why Inter are like, I don't know, 6th, 7th place in Serie A right now. They're not doing well in Serie A. And you can tell because today, when we saw Bayern play against Inter, you could see Bayern were rotated and not really playing anywhere near 100%. But Inter really just did not provide any kind of threat. Whenever Bayern were going forward, even pressing, Inter seemed completely at a loss to even respond to that. They had no idea what to do. Playing through the press was not an option. Onana, when he was playing to their centre-backs, he looked always unsure what to do, whether to go long or to go short. And Inter in general, they just looked like what you would call a mid-table team being faced against a title contender and Bayern Munich in the end came out with a very comfortable 2-0 win that we didn't even need to get out of second gear for. This obviously I have to credit Nagelsmann and the team for doing this because making a team with the quality of Inter Milan look like well frankly a mid-table team 
it is not easy. And as we know from what happened to Barcelona, you can't just take these wins for granted. But on the other hand, I'm quite disappointed by what I saw from Inter because I thought they were better than this. And I expected a little bit more resistance from them in both the games. First, the Fauna de San Siro, where Sané completely sank them. And the one here at the Allianz Arena, where, to be fair, they did rest their main fullbacks, which did have a... Um, what should I say, impact on the game. But even so, Inter, I think that in the next round of the Champions League, they are going to get sunk by any competent team. Inter right now, they are not anywhere near the level of teams like Bayern Munich, Manchester City, Real Madrid, those types of teams. They are going to get absolutely smashed. And their Champions League journey, they probably, if nothing changes in the next two, three months, their Champions League journey will end here. But of course, it's very early to call that because... I mean, it's only, what, November right now? And the Champions League knockouts aren't until February. And Inter will have a lot of players sitting at home watching the World Cup. They're going to be getting recovery, rest. And so they might have a decent chance of going through to the quarterfinals if they play their game that they played against Barcelona, where they sat back, look for chances to counter, and just hit back and make sure that they don't concede goals. Because that's the thing that happened today against Bayern, they were not solid at the back. Even though they had De Vrij and their usual defense at Serbi and those guys playing, and Bayern Munich did not have Thomas Muller, Jamal Muziala, Leroy Sané, all those guys, even then Inter did not look comfortable at the back. They were under pressure from Bayern pretty much from minute one. And when they managed to play through the press, Lautaro Martinez, he was unable to deal with the physicality of Dario Mercano and get past him. So basically what I'm saying is Inter and Bayern were completely mismatched in this game and there was pretty much no hope for them of winning. What about Bayern's performance? Bayern's performance, I can't really find any flaws in it, to be honest, because today, not exactly a Hollywood real performance, but we did get the job done. We have a game against Hertha Berlin coming up in the weekend, which is pretty important given the state of the Bundesliga right now. And also, we got what we needed. I mean, we did what we needed to do. We got a 2-0 win, clean sheet. I, I, can you complain? In terms of individual player performances, not many to really mention for standing out. I think Nusser Matsraoui, good, good game from him. He did well not to get a yellow card because he is at risk of a suspension if he gets one more. And we really can't lose any more defenders right now. Benjamin Pavard, he did well getting that goal from the corner. He has been scoring a lot this season. I think someone mentioned that he scored more than Thomas Muller. And yeah, that is like a dagger to my heart because I love Thomas Muller, don't like Benjamin Pavard. But I cannot deny that Pavard has been good this season, both as a right back and as a center back. And it's only his bad luck that he has been supplanted by a player as good as Nusser Matsraoui at the right-back position, and players as good as Lucas Hernandez and Delict and Dato Mbicano are his competition at the centre-back position. He would probably start at either of those positions for pretty much any other team on the planet apart from Bayern Munich. Now, the other players I have to talk about, Eric Max and Chupamoting, scored again right before he was subbed, on f- I mean, subbed off from Matitel. Chupomoting keeps scoring today. He did not look as sharp as he has been in previous games. I think he should have been rested, to be perfectly honest. But Nagelsmann had to keep some of his senior attackers on. And as we all know, Sane was not fit to start today. And Muller continues to be out. Jamal Muziala needed the rest. So Chupomoting had to play around 70 minutes, 75 minutes. 
his goal was an absolute screamer. But other than that, his passing, his hold-up play, build-up play was a little bit less sharp than what we've been used to, which I can forgive. I mean, he has been playing so well and he got his goal. So, like, what is there to complain about? I am not complaining. No one is complaining. Chupamoting, go Chupamoting, whatever. And I hope he keeps this up. He's doing really well. Sadio Mane, Sadio Mane, I think he should have been rested, honestly. Like... And I think Matitel should have played in his position. The number of chances that Sadio Mane had to cut inside and shoot today, Tell would have scored at least one goal from those chances. And it is absolutely criminal that Nagelsmann did not rest Mane since we know what Mane can do when he's properly rested and he has that little bit of extra mental bandwidth from not being tired all the time. Um, I hope that Nagelsmann gets more what should I say, confidence after these performances to start resting players. Because today was a good example of game management from Bayern. Today we saw a lot of subs in the second half. And normally when Bayern makes subs, especially in the back line, we saw Dario Tupumecano come off and Stanisic move into the center with Alfonso Davies coming on at halftime. And then we saw later Matsraoui coming off and Gnabry and Wanner coming on. And you had Kimmich moving into the back line suddenly. So, and then you had Jamal Muziala going into midfield. And all of those changes happened. But even then, Bayern Munich did not lose control of the game. And that is something very important. Given how we have seen ourselves very easily lose control. And then let games completely get out of hand whenever we make defensive or offensive substitutions in games where we are even leading comfortably. That's what happened to us against Borussia Dortmund. And the fact is... That Inter Milan, they subbed on guys like Mkhitaryan, Chanelolu, and um, who was it again? Edin Dzeko. They subbed on these good, good players, but they just could not get back into the game at all because Bayern Munich continued to control the game even after our substitutions and even after these very weird substitutions with Stanisic having to move from his unfamiliar position of left back to centre back in the middle of the game. Not easy for a defender who is so young and also so inexperienced and like playing out of position most of the games and doesn't get many minutes to begin with. He had to do that. Benjamin Pavard doesn't play centre-back too often, even though he's used to it from his days playing there at Stuttgart. He had to play centre-back. And then you had Joshua Kimmich moving from midfield to right-back, a position he hasn't played since 2020. Um, And then Alfonso Davies coming on uh, right at halftime after... You know, these things could have easily caused us to completely lose control and let Inter back into the game. But that is not what happened. Inter barely had any chances and we had them completely locked down. I think that's a good sign. That's a very good sign because it shows that if Bayern Munich can get one or two goals up, we should not have to worry. And that is what any big club should be like. Bayern Munich as a big club, we cannot be going to 2-0 and still thinking, oh my god, we could lose this. That is not how you win the Champions League. When you're 2-0 up, that should be game over set and match. That should, 2-0 should be like 10-0 to your opponents. And this is the first time I've seen Nagelsmann's Bayern show that kind of swagger when dominating an opponent like Inter Milan, who are not easy, by the way. So, kudos to the team, kudos to Nagelsmann for this performance. As for other comments I have, I would say that it's very interesting to me how Gravenberg gets keeps getting used in this attacking midfield spot. I think he was a little bit out of his element, to be honest. He wasn't really getting the ball in good positions to be able to use his abilities as such as passing and dribbling when he was in deeper positions and getting the ball. He seemed to be able to distribute it much better, you know, seemed to be able to show his qualities a lot better than he was. And I think it's bad luck for him that his best position would be the one that Kimmich occupies in most games, which is that 
um, offense, sorry, the defensive deep line playmaker position, which is right in front of the center backs. Without playing in that position, Gravenberg does not feel like a solid part of the team, and he will struggle a little bit trying to adjust to this attacking midfield spot. Even then, I think he did show a little bit of his qualities, and he could have been had an assist or two. He did really hustle for the ball and try and help the team and I hope this satisfies him this start uh, in terms of like just playing time because we know that how unsatisfied he is overall with his playing time. As for the other youngsters, Matthew Tell and Paul Manor, Matthew Tell came on with Chupamoting. This is his first time playing at center forward in a very long time. Normally we see him either on the left or right wings. Today he did not really get much in the way of service because of all the substitutes substitutions that were made by that point. But even so, I thought Tell he did his job well. He was good movement, good pressure off the ball, and I can't really complain even though he did not get a goal. As for Paul Werner, I'm very impressed by how confident this kid looks when he's off the ball, when he's on the ball. He takes his shots first time and he does seem to want to put his head down and dribble. He does seem like a little bit of a baby Muziala, which is quite hilarious to say because I mean, Muziala is a baby himself. He's only 19. And then you suddenly have a Muziala regen in Paul Werner. What is the campus doing? I'm, my goodness. But yeah, well, Paul Werner was pretty good in my opinion. Maybe he should be getting a few more of these minutes at the end of games just to get him up to speed a little bit quicker than maybe otherwise be getting. But otherwise, I think this was a very satisfactory win from Bayern Munich. Not a great performance by any means, but good enough. And good enough is more than enough at this stage of the season where we are just winding down for the World Cup, which is coming up very soon. So thank you for listening. This was I Need No Name on the Bavarian Podcast Works postgame show. You can follow us on pretty much any podcasting platform you use, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFPWorks and join us on the blog. Join our discussion on the match awards, the match observations, and on the podcast publishing posts. And we will see you next time, which will probably be our preview of the upcoming Bundesliga game. So stay tuned for that and thank you for listening. Good night.